We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, founder of Coachable. I'm a corporate dropout and recovering people pleaser turned online entrepreneur, speaker, and self-love junkie. And each week, I bring you a thought or a guest to help you get inspired, stay connected, and slay your fear dragons. So get ready to thank yourself for listening, because you're welcome here. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tori, and I'm so excited to be with you for another week of Your Welcome Radio. Thanks for tuning in. I always appreciate all of your comments and feedback on the episodes that you're getting the most from. And I know last week's episode on how to handle haters really resonated with a lot of you that struggle sometimes with feeling judged by other people. And I totally understand and relate to that. Um, That was a lot of my previous experience before I had um, this awakening that it was really myself and my own perceptions of what I thought other people were thinking about me, which was what was really keeping me trapped inside my own mind and really what was the cause of my suffering. Actually, it had nothing to do with anyone else. And so I appreciate any time that you guys let me know what it is that you're taking away, which episodes are really hitting home for you in a message or a DM or a video on on Instagram. It always means the world and it really helps me to continue to create episodes that resonate with you and that are speaking to the topics and the themes that are current in your life. And so I don't want this podcast to be about me. I want it to be about you, the listener. And so the only way that I can continue to create um, episodes like that is if you let me know what it is that you're going through. So please send me an email, hello at ToriGordon.com. You can um, find me on Instagram at Coach Tori Gordon, and I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode. Let me know that you tuned in. You can also leave a five-star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, really wherever you listen to your podcasts. And just know how much um, gratitude I have when you do that and how much you help this show and this message continue to grow. So thank you. I am so excited to get May started. I don't know about you guys, but April seemed to drag on for quite some time. And I think it might be a little bit due to coronavirus and quarantine, but as things start to lighten up here, um, in terms of 
regulation and restriction here in Atlanta, I'm still not in a, in a huge hurry to go wander out into uh, the malls or the bowling alleys. And you won't see me there. But I'm excited about May because the Radiant Warrior Mini Mind is getting started on May 4th. And if you have been following me for a while, you've heard about this program. The Radiant Warrior Mastermind is my 12-week women's group coaching program that I just finished up a couple weeks ago with some incredible, powerful, radiant women. And I'll be totally honest. When I started this program, I wasn't sure what the response was going to be. I didn't know how people were going to react. I didn't know what people would think about getting together in a group of women that they didn't necessarily know and really doing some deeper inner work. But what we found in the last 13 weeks was absolutely transformational for not just the women that participated, but myself as well. Every single week, we would show up to consciously take time out of our day, out of our week. For some of us, it was the only time that we could really feel uh, like we were filling up our cups, that we were being loved and supported and held through whatever it is that we were going through. And it was just so prevalent that this group, this family, this tribe that was created and formed throughout these weeks of working on ourselves. And one of the my favorite verses is, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I so believe that with my whole heart. I am sharpened by you when you know, we get alongside each other and, and we get dirty and we get, you know, knees, elbows deep into life. And we really just start wrestling with it and uncovering the, the parts that have been holding us back and limiting us and making us feel shackled to old versions and old stories that we're ready to let go of. And that is what is so available to you. And I wanted to continue the Radiant Warrior Mastermind. It's something that I anticipate and plan to launch multiple times a year. However, given the crisis with COVID-19, I was mindful of a few things. One, that the women that were currently in the program were desiring continued support. And also that there is a constraint on some people's budgets. So I wanted to just be mindful of that as I created the Radiant Warrior Mini Mind. If you haven't heard about what that is, it is a condensed version of the Mastermind. It's just six weeks, and I'm opening that up to any woman that feels led or guided to be part of this group. And it is at a very much lower uh, and reduced price point. So it really lowers that barrier to entry for those of you who maybe have been listening or following along on my journey and and watching the um, week to week of what it's like for these other women to participate. Maybe you've heard from, from my clients and watched some of the videos and their testimonials about what their transformation was like. And you're interested and you're curious, but you're not sure if you can make the plunge or make the commitment, whether it's financial, time, energy, what have you. And here's what I want you to know. If there is any area of your life that you're looking to improve, it doesn't matter if 
It's your relationship with your kids, your relationship to your body, your relationship to your inner thoughts, to your money, to your husband, or to your career. Regardless, if you know that there's more available, if you feel like there's just more that you're capable of, that you aren't tapping into just yet, then I can guarantee you that there is. So many of us are limited by our comfort zones and what we think is possible just based on old history, old stories, things that we've seen in the past, whether they've happened to us or not. But here is where I would like to tell you something that's revolutionized my life, which is if you've got a problem, if you've got an area of of your life you want to improve, you can't solve a problem or improve a situation with the same mind that created it. Meaning you can't use the same thinking, the same methods, the same strategies, or simply ways of being that got you to this point of your life in order to get to the next level of impact, the next level of involvement, the next level of transformation or income or love or intimacy or whatever you're desiring. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, baby, that's all called insanity. And we don't operate in that world, in the radiant warrior mini mind. So we have to change our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions before we can ever change our results. And if you don't know already, you will come to find out I speak tough love sometimes. And sometimes that looks like, hey, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not pull the sheets over our face and act like we don't see what's right in front of us. You know, let's not, we're not doing ourselves any favors if we're acting like things are better than they are, or if we're pretending like we're okay and we're saying that we're fine when really inside we've got a lot going on, that we're lost, that we're struggling, that we are desperate to to do something different and to voice the truth that's been buried for so long. I live my my life years and years and years of burying that stuff, and we don't I don't do that anymore. And I'm not going to allow my clients and these women inside this precious sacred container to do that to themselves because it's not of service to your higher being and to the impact and the influence that you can have on your family and on this world. So in the Radiant Warrior Mini Mind, over six weeks, you get hands-on coaching once a week about 90 minutes a week with me and in a very intimate group setting. We're going to learn how to identify what's keeping you in these survival patterns. What is causing you to recycle old habits and old feelings and old stories of the past? If you're finding yourselves in repetition of maybe you're attracting the same types of of relationships or the same type of of career or just you can't seem to break through uh, an income ceiling and you always have the same amount of money in your bank account or you just can't uh, pay off that debt. I can tell you that there is some subconscious programming that is keeping you repeating and playing the same old worn out song. 
So this program is going to help you to identify what programs you're running. And we're going to look deeply into all aspects of your life, your relationships, your health and your wellness, your success, your business or your career, your wealth and finances, your spirituality, intimacy. And the only way we can identify if we are if we have subconscious beliefs that are running the show, easiest way to do that, look at the facts of your reality. What's happening in your life? Are you still in a relationship that you've been trying to get out of for almost a year, but you can't seem to find yourself the courage enough to, to leave, even though you know it's what you need to do? Maybe you just can't seem to stop but impulsively buying whatever you see online and you know it's unhealthy but it's just your go-to strategy for coping maybe you're so sick and tired of the inner voice telling you you're worthless you're never going to amount to anything you're always going to have to struggle you're never going to be more than just a housewife while inside the dreams that you had at one time are still the embers are still there they've died quite a bit but there are still some some embers left over from those those dreams that were burning once inside that you gave up a long time ago Maybe you bought into the lie of your parents that if you were to do what you truly wanted to do, that you would always need their help to bail you out. Maybe there's some deep-rooted inadequacy, insecurity, that you're never going to be truly loved, never truly understood, that you're always going to have to wear some mask or play some persona so that other people like you. I get it. That can sound deep. And it is. This is some of our realities. And we're trapped inside our own minds, replaying these thoughts over and over again. And we're wondering why we continue to get the same results. In the Radiant Warrior Mini Mind, I am going to help you to identify those lies and those limitations that have been keeping you chained to an old version of you that you no longer are and help you to step in to the vision that's been drawing you, that's been pulling on your heart, that's been guiding you all along to where you are right now as you're listening to the sound of my voice. If this is speaking to you, to a deeper truth that lies within, this is for you. Do not question it. Do not talk yourself out of it. This is the intuitive higher self that lies within that's trying to draw you towards a higher life, a next level impact and influence and love and wealth and prosperity and success that you didn't know was possible. Maybe you just thought it was possible for other people, but not in your world, not in your deck of cards. That card was left out. No, baby girl, that's not true. And we are going to discover that together. So please, if this is speaking to you, join me. 
You only have three days left to register. This will never be offered at this price point again. This is specifically because of COVID-19 crisis. This is a crisis pricing option and it will not be offered again at this price. So this is your opportunity to jump in, to, to go all in to what you want your future to look like, to begin to become the woman that you've always been, but you didn't believe that you were the radiant warrior. This is for you. So go to the link in the show notes right now, even if you have to pause this episode before we continue and go register, do not hesitate. Because the moment that you hesitate, you're telling your brain that something is wrong, something is off, and you're immediately going to go into fight or flight mode because you think you're in danger, because you're about to make a change, and naturally our body's reaction and instinct is to resist, to deflect, and to run. Do not run from your heart and your soul's calling. Take action and do it today. Go to the link in the show notes. Join us. There are only three spots left, and one of them has your name on it, and I cannot wait to meet you on May 4th. Today, we've got a little different episode. I am actually going to um, let you hear an interview that I did on the Jeff and Heidi show a few weeks back, which I really, really enjoyed and want you to get a glimpse into our conversation. So here we go. Welcome. Excited to have everyone here on the Jeff and Heidi show today and want to welcome Tori Gordon joining us today. Welcome, Tori. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here. All right. So Tori and I, um, we actually haven't met in person, but we got to know each other through social media, and I've followed her journey of what she's going to talk about over the next little bit. And I just thought she's such a great uh, role model and great person to have on this show that I wanted to have an opportunity to interview her and let her tell her story. So I'm just going to read her bio and then we'll go from there. So Tori Gordon is an entrepreneur, keynote speaker, podcast host, and master transformation coach who is committed to guiding people and organizations to their highest potential. She spent six years fitting with the societal norms and climbing the corporate ladder before leaving good for great and following her passion and to empower others to find their path, heal their past, and create the life they love. After being inspired by the unexpected loss of her sister and her and mother to cancer and years of transformational experiences, she realized her journey was indeed her destination. As founder and CEO of professional coaching agency, Coachable LLC, Tori's mission is to guide and facilitate clients' authentic emergence as they learn radical self-acceptance and uncover their own inner power so that they can step out of the box they've been limited by and embrace new standards for living. And that is awesome. So Tori, tell us a little bit about yourself rather than me just reading that. Tell us something about yourself, how you got to where you are and go ahead. Yeah. Well, thanks again to, to your audience and, and to you guys for, for giving me this uh, platform and opportunity to speak. I, you know, for me, I grew up in, in Alabama and Tuscaloosa to, you know, two parents that were incredible educators, um, you know, having 
information and knowledge and education was huge in our home. And I was taught from a really early age how to be resourceful and independent in that way. If it was something I wanted to know, I could go figure it out. And there was information available to me, whether that was online or in the library or wherever. And I was encouraged to go get curious and figure it out. Um, even though my parents had a lot of the answers and they could have told me, um, they helped in, encourage me to be kind of that seeker from a really early age. Um, and, you know, as it kind of says in my bio, I, for a lot of my life, kind of played it really safe. I, I did what mo- most people think they should do in terms of of chasing some American dream, which is to climb a corporate ladder, to get a house, to get married, to have the kids, to do all the things. And I had this list that was really long and had, you know, dates for when I wanted to accomplish these things by. And, you know, that I think something I teach now, it's all, it's really important to know what it is that you really want in life. And it's great to have goals and to have intentions behind what you're pursuing, right? Like you need to know where you're headed. And I knew where I was headed, but when I really look back on it now and because of some of the things that I went through and I experienced, I realized I was trying to achieve someone else's version of success, honestly. And um, because I, I did a lot of the things. I, I was hired on as... Um, head of performance management and sales education for a company that was the largest in our space in legal services. I, I ran that for about 150 people in five countries, the youngest manager by far. I had found myself in opportunities and situations that, you know, I really wasn't qualified for. I really was just, you know, had a mentality of, of, why not? Let me try it. And the worst they can do is tell me no. And, and so I had that tenacity, but I was pursuing things I didn't care about to the extent, like it wasn't very meaningful work to me. And, you know, I think one of the biggest turning points in my life was having my sister diagnosed with, um, acute myeloid leukemia. She was 23 years old. Um, when she passed away, I was right in early college years, very much in a transition in my own life. And um, seeing someone so vibrant, so alive, so much potential and promise be have that taken from them. And then, yeah, I lost um, I lost all three of my grandparents, I lost my uncle and my mom all back to back in the span of, of about six years. And so having all that grief and loss and experiencing that, what it taught me really was what it means to live. I mean, and, and what it means to make your time, which is the most valuable resource that all of us have. If we have it, what are we doing with it? And what are we making it mean? And it doesn't matter. And for me, I just, I couldn't look at my life and think I was making a big impact on the world at the time. And it really woke me up to, doing meaningful work and going all into really defining what my own version of success looked like and then giving myself permission to go and, and chase that dream. And that's what I'm doing now. No, Tori, it's interesting. Cool. I was looking at your, your uh, profile and your degree is actually in social work. 
And so I wonder how much of that, because obviously it takes a big heart to even care about social work and to, uh, um, to pursue that, at least starting out, how much of that contributes to who you are and what you're doing now? You know, it's funny that you bring that up and I appreciate that because I've actually never been asked that um, in an interview setting like this, but I think it does contribute. You know, I started um, out, I've always been an entrepreneur. I wanted to have my own uh, professional photography business in college, started out as a photography major, um, thought that's what I wanted to do. And then life happened, right? When my sister was diagnosed, um, I got a lot more serious about about things. And we had a social worker come in and work with us as a family in the hospital. And I just was really lost at that point in my life. And I just wanted to make an impact any way I could. I thought social work, maybe that's, maybe that's my route. Maybe that's my, my calling. I learned so much in, um, in school and learning about, um, you know, how to really facilitate a safe environment for people. And, what community looks like and what does support look like and what does it look like to ask for support? I got to um, train uh, incoming foster parents on how, how to prepare for that when I was in school. And, and it gave me a lot of um, compassion for people that, you know, we don't get to choose where we grow up or, or what kind of family we're born into or the opportunities that we get. And to have I think the biggest thing social work taught me is to be able to contribute to any kind of conversation. Doesn't mean doesn't matter like who's in the room or if you're from down, you know, the CEO's office to to the hood. It, it didn't matter, and that that I could bring something to the table and have have a conversation, and that I could sit across the table from somebody I didn't understand or I didn't know or didn't look like me or didn't have the same background. And I could learn something from them. That's what it taught me. And I think that 100% impacts the work that I do today. Absolutely. So, so you went from, you're in this big legal service company to knowing you wanted to make this change. And what were the steps that you went through and what made you finally pull the trigger and put that first post on Facebook that I watched when you did that and, and then tell us and share with us what you're doing now. Yeah. So I had, I had gone through a lot in my life. I had, um, actually just gotten out of a really horrible breakup with a guy that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life. And so I kind of found myself at this rock bottom place and I had really attached myself and my identity around my career and around my achievements for a lot of my life. And so I kind of hung my hat on, when I lost that relationship, I hung my hat on this career of, hey, but I still have this thing, right? And the more I did the interpersonal work of, of healing some of the personal things that I'd gone through and really addressing that pain and not you know, not like numbing it or distracting myself with work or whatever, the more I did that work, the more it was clear that I had this other part of me that was dying to share that story. And I initially, the to answer your question about the steps, I started my podcast, the You're Welcome Radio podcast, as a platform to 
to really self-heal, to, to share my story about what I'd been through, but to bring on people that could, could speak into my life. I mean, I'd had mentors and coaches my whole life really, really speak in, into my life and to, to guide me and to be those lights that like help guide our path and, and, and like encourage you on that. And I wanted to be that for other people. So I started the podcast. I really did not anticipate to get kind of the, the audience that I did. I, I wasn't speaking to thousands and thousands and thousands of people every week, but the people that listened were impacted and they let me know that. And because of that response, I knew I had to continue to do that work and that it was a message that people were, were needing to hear and that were, they wanted to hear. And so I continued to do the pod. I, when I put the podcast out, I was approached by my company and they weren't thrilled with that. <laughs> and they kind of said in a roundabout way, you know, it, it came across as we want your life to kind of be solely focused on this work. And yeah, you can have a personal life and all of that, but this looks like it takes a lot of work and we don't know how much you know time you're spending on doing this other venture in terms of a podcast. So just don't let it interfere. And kind of the way it all played out just gave me this understanding and awareness that when I looked at the, at look, I looked at the senior leadership that I was like my bosses, their bosses. And I was honest with myself. And I just said, I don't want their jobs. I don't want to be consumed with my career to the point that I can't do something else on the side that I, I like and I'm interested in. I don't want to be working until I'm so stressed out and I can't like, don't, my health is failing, like those types of things. And so I realized that, um, and I was like, if I don't want to have the jobs of my, you know, the people in leadership, then what am I climbing the ladder for? Cause that's what's up there. Right. And so that <laughs> awareness gave me the understanding that if I'm not going up, where am I going? Cause I've always been going up. That was always the path. It's, I've always been somebody really focused on my own growth, whether that's career, personal, relational, it didn't matter. So I was really torn and I, I wanted to um, do something. I didn't know what being a coach or a consultant really looked like in the real world. I had a message to share and I went all in on that message. Um, and the next step was doing something pretty radical. Most people would not um, advise you to do, which is I left my my corporate job. I actually went on a retreat, a personal kind of wellness healing retreat, knowing I wanted to make the switch and pivot. I went and learned from a woman who I um, adore, who's absolutely phenomenal. Her name's Christine Hassler. And just really got the clarity that I needed and gave myself, I think I went on that retreat looking for permission to do what I wanted to do, which was start my own business. And I gave that to myself a couple of weeks later, I resigned and I, I, I didn't have, I didn't have a business. I didn't have clients. I didn't have programs. I had a dream and I had a determination that I was going to figure it out. And and then that's what I've been building since. So now um, 
I'm a personal um, coach, mindset performance coach for one-on-one highly like highly motivated people. Um, and then I also do corporate consulting um, as well. And so kind of my business is, is changing and transforming and evolving as I do. Um, but yeah, it was, it was not your, your typical pivot, I'd say into entrepreneurship, but it how was long, How long did story. you make that, that change from, from corporate to? Yeah, I, I started my business in October of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So fairly recently, um, and in the middle of then and now I've, I've gotten married, I've moved, I've had a lot of big things happen. Um, and I'm just really honestly excited about the work that I do. I have kind of two, two sides to my business. I have the, I think I bring spiritual and practical and it's a hybrid approach to both, um, in terms of kind of my one-on-one private coaching. And I do that with also a group in a group online setting as well. And, and it's just remarkable to see, um, people have their own kind of transformations and stepping into, to, um, love and out of fear and all that, the limiting beliefs of why we tell ourselves we can't do things and that we're not good enough and that we have to have, you know, life has to look a certain way and, and really challenging those ideas. And then there's the other side of my business, which, um, really came from, from the network that I had at corporate, which they just listened to the podcast and said, Hey, I like your message. And I want you to, well, let's figure out a way to work together. Cause I think what you're talking about is powerful and can impact our teams. And so now I'm bringing brought in as a consultant uh, to law firms, to bridge generational gaps, to bring transparency and humanness and, and uh, vulnerability into the workplace, to talk about things that aren't necessarily talked about all the time, which is why do you do what you do? You know, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Cause we're, we're, um, we're working for a large majority of our lifetime. So I, I can only imagine, you know, I'm so envious of the people that started in one career and knew it from the beginning that that's what they wanted to do. But for me as multi-passionate person, I kind of, I've had those ups and flows, which is entrepreneurship is where I ended up, but I help people, to consider questions they don't typically ask themselves so that they can have a greater understanding of what it is that they want in life and how they can, can get that. So with, I mean, you've kind of explained where some of your corporate clients have come from. What about on the personal side? Who is your ideal client and how do you, how do you find them or how do they find you? How has mm-hmm. that gone for you? Yeah. So right um, as I started my business, I hired a business coach, online business coach who had successfully built and scaled, monetized an online business. Um, that was about, that was a 12 week program really helped me to get started. Cause I didn't know what the heck I was doing, where to find folks. And, um, so primarily my online or my like private clients are coming from, Instagram. I'm also now finding that a lot of my LinkedIn contacts, it's an untapped market of professionals that are highly motivated and driven individuals. Um, so more and more of them are coming from there. Um, and my strategy, I used to be in direct sales. I had a, a long history of, of doing well in sales and my 
strategy then was always just building relationships with people. And whether that's in whatever platform you use, whether that's in person and networking events, to me, it's how can, you know, how can I add value to you? Um, what do you need? How can I support you and what, your mission? What do you care about? And um, caring about what other people care about is a really big door opener. And um, that was always kind of my my way. My ideal client is is someone that's really seeking um, seeking more. They they maybe are in periods of transition, whether that's relationally, career. Um, maybe they're just feeling burnt out and they don't know how to get re-motivated again. They're curious about, um, you know, having more tools, practical tools to help them in their relationships at work, how to deal with confrontation, how to give feedback, how to not take things so personally, how to heal a lot of the stuff that's happened to us in our past. Cause I'm not special. We all have really hard things that we've been to through in our lives. And I think coaching is a bridge for people that a lot of times we're scared to say, oh, I'm going to go see a counselor. I'm going to go get into therapy. And it's some, some folks just feel a little bit more comfortable saying, I'm going to get a coach. And um, that feels a little bit more positive. And, and I, as much as I'm, I'm there, like as that cheerleader for them and whatever it is that they want to pursue in their life, I'm not, I'm not here to give you like a plan of, Hey, go do X, Y, and Z. I'm here to point you back to yourself because I believe that everybody has like the answers that they're looking for by asking for advice from anyone else. Really, they have those within themselves. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking to, for people that are really ready to take their own development seriously and um, do some of that deeper work of asking some of those those tougher questions that we don't think about all the time. Well, I think it's great that you have that corporate background, though, because it makes you be able to relate to people who are in that situation, who, like you said, they, like you, you get out of college, you get the, the right job, you, you're building your resume, and then all of a sudden you're, you're like, who am I? What am I doing here? How did I get here? Mm-hmm. And I think you would probably find a lot of that, especially like <clears throat> if women my age, um, I'm... Um, considerably older than you are, but, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, but there's a lot of women my age in their, you know, their fifties and they hit this thing where they're either, you know, leaving the corporate world, their kids have, have moved out of the house, they're empty nesters. And they're like, now what, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to have somebody who, even though you're not as old as you, as, as we are, you can, you can say, you know, I, I was in the corporate world. This is what I did. This is, you know, and, and you've got both sides of it. And yeah, and I, I think, think it's really helpful. I think it's so important for people, regardless of where you're at in life. So my dad, losing my mom, he's just turned 60. He mm-hmm. retired to take care of my mom. He had been an f- educator, he musician his whole life, and found himself kind of in that position of like, I have no one to care. Like, I'm no longer a caregiver. I'm retired. What do I do? And I... I want people to know that the, their best days aren't behind them. You know, like you have, if you've got time, you can create whatever you want to create. If you've got something you want to do, go out and do it. And, and there are resources and people and things that will fall into your, like into your um, path when you 
really allow yourself to dream again. And I think especially for folks in that, in that kind of demographic and age range where they're asking, Hey, what's next? Mm-hmm. And just give yourself, you know, the freedom and the permission to, to try something you've never tried before. When I was really lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do. The first thing I did because I'd lost the relationship, so much of my time and my energy had been focused on whether it was caring for somebody in my family, investing in this relationship, it wasn't focused on me at all, right? I didn't almost, I just like detracted any attention on me because that's kind of how I had handled it. It was about focusing on all these other things and compartmentalizing that. And when you've got all that time, for yourself that you've never had before or you haven't had in years, you're almost like, what the heck do I do? The first thing I did was I took a salsa lesson by myself and I had no idea why. I just knew intuitively I needed to to express myself in a new way that I hadn't and that it was going to help me somehow to tap into a more creative side, a more um, intuitive side of myself. And, and it really kind of did, it was crazy. Um, that, that one little decision of getting out of your comfort zone and doing something you've never done before can spark something in you that, that wasn't there before. Thanks. I was going to just say, I know. So our last, uh, episode that was published was Jesse T. Now you and Jesse T just went and froze together <laughs> we did, we did. <laughs> tell us tell us about that and what what you got from that experience yeah so I think that's just the power of of social media right Jesse and I met on LinkedIn we connected over a podcast similar and uh, you know, he's just such a great guy so the fact that you guys had him on is awesome Jesse I he and I connect on a lot of different levels. And that's what you'll find when you talk to entrepreneurs, business people, they're humans too. And they've got all these other interests outside of that. And so we connected on a lot of those levels. Um, and we're both in a place where I'm really trying to stretch my own boundaries of what's possible. And every time I feel fear rise up of, I'm scared to do this. I'm scared to make that decision. The day that I resigned from my corporate job, was one of those days where I was scared. I didn't have all of this assurance and like stuff to fall back on. I was making a leap of faith and doing something that I felt guided to do. And I want to keep saying yes. Every time I've said yes to those decisions, it's been life-changing and it's been for the better. And I want to continue to put myself in situations to say yes to something that's scary that I know is going to expand me more and more. And that was what the Wim Hof Method experience was all about. I, um, Jesse and I listen to similar podcasts and have different folks that we, you know, watch and consume their content. And I had brought it up to him on a call one day. I said, Hey, do you know who this guy Wim Hof is? And he's like, yeah, I was listening to this thing and these guys did it. And I said, well, you know, they're going to do a workshop here in Atlanta. And basically what it is, is it's a, um, Wim Hof, they call him the Ice Man. He's proven to be the science experiment, but m- really, he's he's shown that through breath work, mindset, and cold exposure, he's been able to um, really break what scientific boundaries of what they thought was possible in terms of uh, <laughs> just brain activity and everything. And so, 
we went, we went through a two minute ice bath. We learned breathwork techniques to help us, um, manage our panic and, um, kind of our breath when we got in and it was, it was pretty powerful. Um, really just, again, to be on the edge of something that you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This is so scary. And you choose it. And then you realize I'm not out of control. Like I am in control of this. I can handle this and I have the tools and I can, I can just tap into my own body in a way that it's going to serve me. It's not against me. It's actually like working on my behalf. I think that's just so, so powerful and really what, what we got to experience in, in that workshop. And I definitely encourage anybody to check it out if they haven't. There's, um, there's a really great episode on the Goop Lab on Netflix. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's new documentary series on Netflix called The Goop Lab. And you can check out Wim Hof. I'll have to check on, maybe they'll come to Phoenix in the summer. And, and yeah. uh, Jeff, you and I can do it because it'll feel so good when it's 120 there you go. outside. <laughs> That's right. No, uh, you know, I know we don't have a lot of time left, but um, what I think is interesting really quickly is that the company who said, oh, yeah, do your little podcast, just don't let it interfere with your work, is now apparently the company that's bringing you in to work with their teams. Is <laughs> It's not. No, it's not the same company. Oh, it's not the same company, um, but it's but the I'm, same type of company. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working actually with their, a lot of their clients are law firms, um, yeah. also legal, like in-house legal groups. but. I'm being brought in by some of my old law firm clients. Um, And yeah, it's, it's funny when I had kind of this, this conversation with one specific uh, uh, colleague or, or boss over at my old, old company, it was funny that they said almost kind of this, who do you think you are starting this thing? You know, and, and they'd said, um, you know, I read somewhere it says that you're an executive coach, which it never said that anywhere. Um, and I said, actually, where are you referring to that? Because I just want to make sure we're looking at the same thing. And she's like, I'll have to send you a text or a screenshot. I can't find it right now. But it was really just this, who do you think you are thinking that you can do this or that you can, and really it was just, a, it was the first episode of my podcast. I wasn't even doing any coaching at the time. And that, that gave me even more of a drive to do it because I was like, oh, just, just wait. Yeah, just watch me. Yeah. Um, I, love I don't that. like being told, told that I can't do something. And, and it's just funny how it's evolved into that down the road, which that really wasn't my intention at the time. I was trying to get, trying to get far away from corporate, but being, being dragged back in a little bit. Well, they need you. <laughs> So you had talked at one point when we were talking at the beginning about what your version of success would be. What What is that? Define your version of success. Mm, that's a good question. Um, for me, success looks like waking up every day with the freedom to uh, to do work that is meaningful, that makes an impact on people, that brings me financial freedom, um, that provides work-life balance, but ultimately is just you like that I'm in service of a greater mission. And, and that is 
to share people, like to share the story that we're all connected in a, in a greater way. And that's success. And what's crazy is so much of my life has been pursuing something that's far off. Like this idea that success is, is down the road a bit. And since making this change, I can honestly say, I feel like I've like, I've never made it, but I'm, I'm really dang happy with how, how life is going. And if I could just, you know, encourage anybody with anything, it's just ask yourself, why do you do what you do? Is it because you feel like you have to, you feel like you you should, it's because mom and dad told you to, or you're supposed to follow the family business, but you've got something else in mind. Like give yourself the space to ask that question and define it for yourself. Because I think many, many, many of us know that working with super successful, ultra, ultra rich folks, like money doesn't buy you happiness. And so to me, I think there's two, two, two folks, there's the resume you, and there's the eulogy you. So there's the, there's the you that you look like on paper that might sound really, really good. And it might look freaking professional and then there's what people are going to say about you, like when it's all, all over and, and just ask yourself what matters, you know, and, and be willing to like, to go there and do that thing. Yeah. I, I saw a, a coach one time. I can't remember who it was, but he was like, like, what do you want on your tombstone? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, and, and they had, he had us like draw, literally draw a tombstone. Like, what do you mm-hmm. want to be on that tombstone? Um, and and it, it makes you think. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of morbid, but it, it puts things in perspective. And that's right. the idea is just what is all this for? Cause you're all you got is your time and your energy and it's all going somewhere. And, and is it for a purpose that at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, I'm glad that's how I spent all my time. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we've, we've got to wrap this up, but you've talked about, you know, whether it's LinkedIn or Instagram is where you're getting a lot of your clients from. So share all that with us. Talk, tell us where to find you on all those, where to find your upcoming website, your podcasts, share all that. Yeah, of course. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, my name is at Coach Tori Gordon, T-O-R-I-G-O-R-D-O-N. Um, so you can definitely find me on there. I've got, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, just Tori Gordon. Um, I will have my website launching in March, which is ToriGordon.com. And then, yeah, please check out the podcast. It's called Your Welcome Radio. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really anywhere that you listen um, and get your 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 podcast content. Um, and I'm actually, I have a, a YouTube channel as well. If you just Google Tori Gordon, you'll find me on there where a lot of my um, podcast episodes will be videoed and you'll be able to, to follow along the journey. I would love for you guys to connect with me in any way. Oh, definitely want to look at that. I mean, it's really been a pleasure to hear your story and get to know you a little bit. So uh, look forward to a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate the time and um, allowing me to kind of share my story. I hope it was impactful to, to some of your listeners. Absolutely. Thanks, Tori. Appreciate you taking the time and it was great talking with you. Of course. Yeah, you too. Thanks, guys. Have a fabulous right. day. love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 